Hey, this is Barker Manis. Uh, I'm Matt. That's Ben. Down there. Sometimes the shot go away. Sometimes you wouldn't go away. Aaron can't talk, but he's down I'm here. here I, I am right down in the bottom right. That's right. And uh, we're joined again by our, our, I don't even want to say special guest, just given it, you've come on so much, but he's Wesley Roth. How's it going, Wesley? Howdy. Um, so, Tubi. <laughs> yes, tonight's podcast is brought to you by Tubi. Tubi. <laughs> We're, we need to start coming up with that, that little ring around your waist. <laughs> <laughs> that little glint in your eye. Yes. Uh, this week we uh, are doing an Aaron pick. Um, this was one that you suggested even, uh, I think even before we did Onward, but. Uh, yeah, we, it, you, you wanted to do Onward more. Yeah. But it, it kind of. So fits, we did what uh, Matt wants to do. Right, we always do. Now it's fitting the schedule, so we're going to do a deep dive on uh, Clue, and I'm going to. I have a couple questions about murder mysteries. I want to ask you guys just to see if you guys agree with me. I had a thought at the end of watching this movie, but All right. let's start with Clue, um, which came out in 1985. 1985. Wow, doesn't seem that old. No, I mean, it, it looks like it was shot then. Seems yeah, like a 90s movie. Like early 90s. Well, that's that's 85 for you, 90s minus five. <laughs> so, Wesley, I, I when we asked you to come on, it was like relatively late in the day yesterday, and you were like, I haven't seen this in over 20 years. Well, it's free on Amazon Prime right now. I just found that out last night. Oh, man, I paid for it. <laughs> I, I watched it on Crackle, which I Crackle. guess was the thing. And if it was on Tubi, we would have watched it on there. I wish, it was, I wish it was on Tubi. Yeah. That's their, that's their, that's their motto. <laughs> I wish it was Tubi. I wish it was on Tubi. Tubi. If it's not on there, then it's not anywhere. <laughs> yeah. We don't have it. Nobody here. That sounds truthful. Tubi. So, Wesley, when, I guess when you saw Clue, uh, or when you heard that we were doing Clue, what, what was your first thought? Uh, my first thought was I almost watched this last week, so, uh, Good pick. Like, okay, well, I guess I am going to watch this. Um, the universe telling you. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. Are you guys uh, catching that, that lawnmower in the back of my... <laughs> I there. can't hear it. No. Oh. That's good. Sweet sounds. Even, sound. though this is, even though this is pre-recorded, I'm going to leave this all in. Yeah, cool. Oh, okay, good. Dude. Save yourself <laughs> five minutes of editing. So obviously, <laughs> obviously, obviously, Aaron wanted to watch this, but uh, I watched it twice. You watched it twice. Oh yeah, I like this movie. the The plot really is just, uh, I mean, it's obviously based off of the game, and it has all the characters and the weapons and the rooms and stuff. But it had a. Um, have any of you seen House on Haunted Hill? Yeah. If I did, it was a long time ago. It has one, I mean, I'm sure that it's not even that unique, but it has that, like, invite everybody to the party feel and then figure yes. out who did it. Um, who done it? Who done it. There you um, go. So what, what I guess, just to start off with a clue, what, what came to mind re-watching it for you, Aaron? Hmm. I, well, the main reason I watch it is for the physical, physical comedy. Like I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now, the plot doesn't matter a whole lot, especially with the way they have the multiple endings. <laughs> well, you want to know something about the multiple endings? What do I want to know? Here's a little tidbit of trivia. Okay. In when it was released in theater, uh, 
theaters, it didn't have multiple endings. The multiple endings were on each different right. reels. Yeah, so different so when people got saw different it, endings. Yeah, someone else did it. There's different endings. So when it came to release, which is video genius, on DVD, they put the multiple endings in and changed it. So when people saw it, it was there was different endings throughout. And I love that aspect. I, I do too. I like that too. Uh, but like I said, uh, I don't watch this movie for the plot. The plot is there, and it makes more or less sense. And it it has its bobs and weaves. It goes all over the place. But what sticks for me is all the characters are so perfectly played and they're all funny. And I, I there are some of my I can attribute some of my hardest laughs to this movie. Some. Mm-hmm. It's I like it a lot. It's a very uh, funny movie. Go ahead. My my favorite memory was being a, I still remember it. It's my favorite part is anything with the maid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She's nice. I can give you two <laughs> reasons why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, uh, Wesley, what about you? Did uh, did rewatching this? Obviously, you had an uh, an itch to watch it, uh, given what you said. But uh, what uh, once you finally did, what stood out for you? You know, I it didn't it didn't feel. I, I was expecting more plot. You know, uh, upon rewatching it, I remember it being more plotty, but that's probably just because I was so young, you know, mm-hmm. and like trying to remember when certain things happen in the movie, like Aaron you may as well give really up matter. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's a vehicle. It's a straight up vehicle for, for physical comedy. And, uh, once I kind of accepted that this time, cause at first I was like, this isn't really doing it for me. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and then once the maid wasn't I, doing it for you, but the maid was definitely doing it for me. But uh, you should get a look uh, at her no, now. <laughs> I, I saw. I saw. Uh, <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. Um, but uh, no, like plot wise, do don't do it, Ben. I was expecting it to be a lot more engrossing than it was, but it, it, it's not. It, and once I kind of accepted it for what it was, I had a lot more yeah. fun. With it. And it's not to say that you the know, movie wasn't you, well made either. No, you, it's not that at all. It's just it's not. That's not what this movie right. is. It's Aaron. Not do do you, do you picture? Um, through the movie watching um, of Wesley, uh, the the scene in Popeye when he's training to spin it. No, I don't want to. No, I don't want to. No, no. Like there's like the plot isn't like amazing, but the movie puts its its interest elsewhere. Like the trivia bits of how the house is laid out, just like the board of the actual board game. Stuff like that. They they put a lot of love into this movie, just not yeah, in the plot. It, it, it's not the plot, and it's it's more. When I started seeing, it wasn't that I was refusing it, Ben. It was that I was like, I'm, I <laughs> well, Popeye I does eventually to, eat the spinach. Yeah, I it was does. trying to remember what it was about, like because I have memories of it, and I was like, this doesn't feel familiar, and so I kind of just let it go and started to see what it, it was. What it was so, for, which is, it's a callback to itself. There's a lot of callbacks in the movie to its own, to itself. Yes, it's self-referential. And, yeah, and so like once I started realizing this, this is straight, straight up just a vehicle to make some jokes. It's an SNL sketch. Yeah. Yes. Very much. Mm. A very long SNL sketch. <laughs> well, so I so that this is something that I wanted to ask you guys is the, you know, it, it's obviously playing for comedy. I, I mean. It, that goes without saying, given the, what? the cast and you know the very intentional jokes. But uh, it's would you call it still a murder mystery movie? Like it had, like would you even? Oh yeah, 
refer to it as that. It sounds like personally. You, you wouldn't, Wesley? No, no. No, it's more, it's more of a spoof on... It's a spoof on those movies. It is a spoof, but it still falls within the constraints. I mean, it's just, it's just a, it's, it's a, it's, it's a movie made after a board game. Yeah, it's a sketch. <laughs> an incredibly well done version that's, of a board game. That's all. So there's an older movie and I talked about it last week called Murder by Death. Oh yeah, 1976. It's very similar, but it's the the plot is like five famous literally literary detective characters and their sidekicks. Are invited to a bizarre mansion to solve an even stranger mystery, and and um, it has Peter Falk in it. And I remember like the, one of the lines that Peter Falk in it was when I used to go to I think it was Lowe's Theater at the time. They used to have this mashup of different things, and then they showed that scene from all these different movies. And that Peter Falk saying, "What is that movie from?" It was so it was so it was so good, and it was from that movie. And um, yeah, Al Guinness in that movie too, and so is. Um, Peter Sellers. Uh, Peter Sellers, yeah. And, and um, a performance by Peter Sellers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's um, of Wuhan descent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> James Con- Cromwell's in that movie. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is. I like He like looks babe, at his computer babe. screen. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. Maggie Smith, who's always been Maggie Smith old. Mm-hmm. She's, like, She's like, like 30 in that. Yeah, she looks old. Her and Angel <laughs> and Gray. <laughs> Her and Maggie Smith. Peter, you yeah. become a pirate. <laughs> Hello, boy. She's like the Patrick right. Stewart of women. <laughs> Both very good actors. So yes. I, I guess where I, where, I, where I fall on this with Clue, I actually, while... I'm sorry, are you okay? What? what? I think he's Did commenting he how you fell. <laughs> I don't even have my soundboard with me. I'll just clap. Uh, no, so where I fell with this, uh, I, I don't know, I never thought of it as like, oh, it's just the board game. I didn't, I thought the characters were, were put together uh, well enough that it... It doesn't rely on the board game at all. I mean, Tim Curry like yeah. immediately, immediately wow. throws board game connection to me kind of out the window. But um, what I actually still considered it a, like an actual murder mystery. Like even though it was there was it was four jokes, I was still kind of interested in where it was the the who who did it basically. I, I I wasn't until the multiple entities, to be honest with you, because I wanted it to be something definitive, and I think I got a little frustrated with that. Well, you know, when I first watched it, and I'm like, you know, that's kind of. A little frustration. It's like, wow. Well, and that's kind of where I wanted to go with this. This whole because I agree with you. I'm exactly the same. It's, except I didn't get frustrated. I was like, wait a minute. When it got to the multiple endings, it actually made me realize I didn't <laughs> like the pieces and the clues d- didn't matter. Like it. Yeah, and it, I think it probably ended up in any payoff. And like I, that's what's actually interesting is that it any configuration of things, as long as it had a payoff was somewhat satisfying if the rest of it was good. But, and I think probably we probably would have enjoyed it if it was out in theaters and we watched it in theaters and the true way of showing it without the multiplying dudes. Yeah. I think I we would have liked it better. Um, See, I liked, I liked seeing all the endings and the only one that, excuse me, the only one that really interested me at all was the, 
fact that there was was the one that was there's no murderer that they were all guilty of one of the murders because they all had a bone to pick. Yeah, that was yeah. the last ending. That's, person. that's probably yeah. the one that we're, we're going to probably use maybe in the horses yeah. multiple right. ones. That is what the title then, slides say, but this is what really happened. It's the final. That one ending. also had the best final joke. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. go home and sleep with my wife. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I was gonna, I was gonna hold that until the end. Yeah, I'm going home and sleep with my wife. <laughs> yeah, I can't decide whether I like uh, Tim Curry or, or Mr. Mr. Green. It's Mr. Green. Yeah, yeah, I can't decide if I like him more than Tim um, Curry. It's, uh, yeah, he's good too, yeah. but pretty understated in this movie. I come and go whenever I please. He has Marty. some very Doc Brown Marty's. Yeah. <laughs> some very Doc Brown moments in it that are. Great. I actually would thought he was the the weakest of the cast. You shut your mouth. I don't, I don't boy. know. Colonel Mustard's not that great, but he's That's fine. True. That's true. I like Colonel Mustard. Uh, you know, like Colonel Mustard has no calories. <laughs> I guess it's worth pointing out at this point that all the characters wear <laughs> wear colors opposite of their their color name. Do you oh, know, what's do you know the name of the guy who plays Colonel Mustard? I can't. Remember. I used to. He what was Rams Wilder. Was he the one Mars of the guys on oh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? He I was. think he was. Yeah, yeah. and Roseanne. The cat. What? Wasn't he the voice of a cat? No, that was the the guy who did one of the Angry Beavers. No. No, the, 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 the two old... Angry Beavers. <laughs> Yeah, that, that show that never happened ever. Mm. He was in Roseanne, though. He had a great game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, everybody wears the opposite color of their moniker. I, it took me a minute to get that, but I found it. Well, and they they all assumed a fake name, which I thought was a cool I like that detail. They're, but they were missing one character from it. Who? From the game. General Ketchup. <sighs> Do we stop the show now? Or? Uh, well, there was there was one can uh, there's there is there was a there was a one character that just goes with everything though you know. Go on, Lieutenant Ranch. <laughs> I like that one better. Okay, I'm gonna give you full points. <laughs> really, you can go with anything. <laughs> uh, all right. What? Okay. So one thing I just have to get into. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna be upset if we don't because I, you know, you brought up the 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 one movie you were watching, Ben, uh, the Death it? by Murder, Murder by Death, death. Murder by Death, by yeah. Death. Um, I watched the two movies that I watched relatively recently were Knives Out and Mur the original Murder on the Orient Express, which had us the the C ending for this where everybody is kind of involved had mm -hmm. a had a some little ties back to that, but I was even though Clue is a comedy. Uh, I'd be curious what you guys think are like. When you think about a murder mystery, what what are the components that actually make it a successful one? Like, what are the things in the end? Because I, after watching this, I I've kind of hinted at it. I changed my mind a little bit, so I'm curious what you guys think. I'll go first. Uh, I think uh, the best. I think um... you go ahead, Ben. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. All right. Well, I think that the most important <laughs> component to me is that the movie drops you hints but they have to be extremely subtle. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to piece it together, at least in retrospect, or else it's just not satisfying. Yeah, it should be like, like a, um, what seems like passive dialogue should come back later. Like in the moment, you're like, that mean, that's just fluff. Or when somebody sets something down or picks something yeah. up. Yeah, and the passive things. Right. I, I, I actually think uh, audience participation 
And what I mean by this is like... Like Blue's Clues style? (laughs) (laughs) Who had the pipe? (laughs) See, Knives knives Out did Was it Mr. Plum? The the things you're talking about, Aaron, Knives Out did really well. Well, Even the things that seem extraneous aren't. You know, like like a Hitchcock movie. Like they're not murder mystery per se, but there's mysteries and clues mm-hmm. and things that you're like, who did it? Who did, like what? What is this? What's it going on? Things you even some M Night Shyamalan movies yes. are the same way. You mean this like this way of trying to not make it obvious, but also try not to make it um, a twist. It needs so to not ri- be like stupid and ridiculous. You yeah. mean, but still very smart. You mean not subverting my expectations, just you know, of uh, with you know, of laziness with it, but also not making me expect things too. So it's it's, an, it's a delicate ba- balance. It's a tight rope. The audience has to be involved. The audience has to be it's like sleight of hand. Well, also yeah, yeah. sleight of hand, but also the audience should also be the main character. The man who knew too much. You know, you are uh, you are part of that character. Watching, you mean you are like it, you know. And another like aspect of your question, Matt, in my opinion, is <clears throat> excuse me, um, is what what kind of murder mystery are you trying to make? Are you trying to make one that's slightly comedic or one that's extremely serious, like Gosford Park, um, which I think is one of the best murder mysteries, but it's not comedic in any way. It's extremely dramatic. Gosford Park. Um, it's Robert Altman's final film. Yeah. Hmm. I so. Yes. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. Usual Suspects, that's a good one. Yes, it that's is. A good one as well. yeah. I mean, it's not a murder mystery, but it's the same formula almost. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so what the couple things that I kind of realized after watching, at least the three that I referenced, one of which includes Clue, I, I'm, I'm going to include it, is I actually, from like a ensemble cast standpoint, while I think it's it adds like the texture and you can you know, latch on to everybody and everybody's kind of individually memorable. I actually think the heavy lifting is really done by, it's really a, a one, one person has to be right for the movie to be really good or even for a book or whatever to be great. And that, yeah, yeah. that's kind of like your, your lead <laughs> detective character. If that, if that character is not interesting or engaging at all, it, it doesn't work. Well, that's why I like Peter Falk and uh, murder by death, but he was gone. By the way, in Gosford park, uh, Maggie yeah. Smith stars. Who? Maggie, Maggie Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maggie Smith. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, and, and I also don't. Th- and one thing that, while you know, I think their ability to be competent is, I think Knives Out tried to challenge us a little bit with with the need for even Daniel Craig's character to be that way. But if they pull it together at the end, then it then it works. Like you have to have like a respect for that lead detective character and even in this like what added to the humor was that you know at the end they kind of subverted it that it was or they not subverted but twisted it around that he was tim curry was the fbi agent but um if somebody if if your main care if the most Curry wasn't the fbi agent in one of them he was he was okay you're right i thought he was for two of them was he hmm i thought a and b mr green is the agent in the in the last ending yeah. Mr. Butter. Mr. Butter. <laughs> Who is he? He's my butler. <laughs> and what do you do? I yeah. butle, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I butle, Mr. Man. Yeah. 
<laughs> See what you're saying, Matt. Matt, I slightly disagree. If you watch Knives Out carefully, uh, the whole like Benoit Blanc is a bumbling yeah, buffoon is just part of his his um his technique of to make people think that to to be more trusting around him to think that yeah. they can, it's a hubris like to uh, giving them hubris because the reveal is that he knew all along what was happening because he saw the blood on the shoe right and that's what I mean is that it by the end you. I, the reason you will go along with it or feel like it's earned when they finally do their big reveal is, oh, they were competent the whole time. And here's yes. why. Here are the things I noticed. Is that the Clouseau factor? <clears throat> I don't know. I'm sorry, what, Ben? What did you say? Is, is that the Clouseau factor? Because oh. I, I don't know. Clouseau doesn't always know what's going on, but sometimes he does. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So one thing I, the other thing I would ask you guys for these movies is, how do you feel about the big tie it all together speeches at the end of the movie? That was some of the funniest parts. Uh, was was Tim Curry frantically running through the night's running events? Around. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> like it, it took a normally tedious type of thing to do in a movie, and it made it entertaining to me. Yeah. And Mr. Green, can you stop? <laughs> no. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. There, there is a there is a Frasier episode where they tried that there was a murder mystery or whatever. Yeah, I know that one. That was very so very funny. Very funny. When when the when Tim Curry throws Mr. Green into the bathroom and then Mr. Green comes out with the toilet flushing oh. and is wiping his hands. <laughs> that got me. <laughs> and it's like two seconds later too. <laughs> There's, there's no way he could have gone to the bathroom that quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's a <the> joke. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Basements are like that. And the, the whole <laughs> idea that he's paired with the the maid is hilarious. Yeah, the, who, who's going to go with her? I will, I will. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> and when they're, when they're poised at the bottom of the stairs, he and the yeah. maid... And they're like just trying to decide who goes first and they just don't move and the camera hangs on them for a good while. And then it cuts to some other scene. When it comes back, they're still right still there. there. Got me. <laughs> so simple. <laughs> so, I, one thing I wanted, I, I wanted to call back again, just because just I got to the point at the end of my notes. Also, the last thing I wrote is communism is a red herring, which is a great, great line that they've repeated several times. Yeah, they use it in uh, all three endings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to circle back a little bit to the the three endings part and what a, in talking about this like wrap up. Um, I for me, it, I'd be curious what you guys think is more important is is the kind of some the summation of all of the things that happened and the person explaining explaining it, even if you didn't like have an opportunity to go down to various rabbit holes or it was so subtle that you couldn't really laugh. Is that summary ending more important than feeling like you could predict it at the end? Like you, you could actually follow the clues and figure out who it was. In every case of a murder mystery, I think that being able to figure it out yourself is most important because we, we rag on this type of explanation in almost any other movie. What, what was it? Psycho? Yeah, we hated yeah. it. Uh, yes. But in this movie, it's it's different because it's a slapstick, and they purposefully made the plot as convoluted as possible. Well, not maybe not as possible, but it's convoluted on purpose. 
So it works here, but normally it would be bad form. Hard, hard to say. I feel like I feel like that's almost part of the formula, and it, maybe it's from like a a um, a book. I don't want to over exaggerate, but it feels like almost like some, an extension of of murder mystery books, where you don't get like when you're combing through set dressing details and all these paragraphs and all these other things. It's so hard to keep track of everything that at the end you almost need somebody to kind of step through it. Certainly um, didn't need it in Psycho. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I started to rethink a little bit that uh, like how much I needed. I latch onto the characters more than I do the clues, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you have to decide what type of movie you're making. Um, and that at this point, a murder mystery is a genre rather than a story where you could say I'm making a movie about 17th century France that doesn't tell you anything about the movie other than the setting not at all, with no. this, with this movie, you can, or not this movie with murder mysteries. You could use that formula or that setting to tell them different kind of story. And I'll go back to Gosford park. Gosford park is a movie about a lot more that is sure. yeah. based in a murder mystery or something yeah. like knives out knives out is about a lot more than a murder mystery. And it creates, it, it gives you a sense of stakes and intrigue with the story <laughs> you're trying to tell. So de depending on what you're trying to tell, this is a great way or a great avenue to use for that. Mm -hmm. hmm. And just how they do it, it seems like they're not something that you can do all the time. It's it's sort of like, you know, Looney Tunes, there's that trick you can only do once. It's like these things can only be really, really successful once in a while. It's a flash in the pan sort of thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Certainly yeah, not like Westerns. More. It, because it's such a, it's a trope. You know, like the murder mystery. Could you imagine the Clue Cinematic Universe starring Robert Downey Jr.? <laughs> Twenty movies of mysteries. He'd be a butler. He'd be a very interesting butler. Oh man, what's gonna happen to Butler Iron Man? Butler Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Different form of storytelling. Can I can I pose a query to the to the group? A quibby. A query. Oh, I think said Quibi too. This is a this is a two beat. This is a two beat show. This All is right. a two beat channel. Not a Quibi. Can I pose a two beat right? to the group? Uh, We've way past ten minutes. <laughs> Funniest part of the movie? Go. Funniest bit. I can go first. I, so mine. So I, I would just say the reenactment in general was my favorite. Was was my favorite. I think that my favorite specific moment is the scene telegram. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> the timing on that scene is ten out of ten. Yeah, and uh, that's, my, that, that's the funniest one. The first time yeah. I saw that movie, the, this movie, and that I saw that scene, and that was one of those times where you're laughing so hard that nothing's coming out, and you're choking, and your face is turning red. <laughs> <laughs> it's, very, it's very Warner Brothers. Tears coming down. It's it's, it's, it's very so it's very, it's very Roadrunner, right? I got a trivia bit for that. You know that singing telegram girl is one of the Go Go's. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, Tubi, you getting a you getting a load of this comedy? You should sponsor yes, us. Always. <laughs> I I would say the like go home and sleep with my wife. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go home and sleep with my wife. I think I'm gonna say I love the the cop the. Um, 
Yeah. The the first cop, he was hysterical. He had me. Like, he just was so funny. I, I can't hold I can't on. Put my finger on what exactly? But wait, it was wait so funny. help me out here. Wh- which scene in particular? Like the entire bit with like, why did you lock the door? Yeah. Like the <laughs> why did you he, lock like, him in again? Yeah, just the whole thing. Like you know how he's like. I feel like whole, something like, strange is going on around here. Why do you have J. Edgar Hoover calling your house? He does see the blood <laughs> dripping down from the people's heads. He's like, oh, they're just having a good time. Oh, <laughs> just everything with There's the nothing cop, illegal about like, all this. <laughs> why are you uh, why are you all act so nervous? Um, the chandelier fell and nearly killed us all. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, there was one bit that feels like they didn't try hard enough with, and that was how the Tim Curry stepped in dog crap on the way into the house at the very beginning, and then people <laughs> kept smelling it. They never really went anywhere with that. Oh. Yeah. I thought it. Was, I thought maybe it'd be. I bet they maybe even. An, it feels like something they wrote into an initial draft they would pull together later. Is like, like somebody pile. should have slipped on a pile of dog crap in the end or something. You know, as part of oh. their plan being foiled. Whatever. Well, or just like a, a line, like something in here stinks, <laughs> and everybody or, looks at yeah, their shoes again. Every person that shows up also gets it on their shoes. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so one would say that that bit was shit. <laughs> that was good, dude. Ten, ten out of ten. Out of ten. Any? Uh, all right. Any last thoughts about Clue or anything else we've talked about before? Wait the movie. Um, um, <laughs> oh no! It's backwards. <laughs> you gotta flip it, dude. My, oh, it's backwards. On, on. You look no. very switched on. No, 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 no. It's my no button. That almost that sounds like you sort of through the. Like yeah. No, no, no. A thousand times. No. Is it? That has no. to be you. That <laughs> sounds like Ben. It's not me. It's not me. It's, it's no. the, it sounds <laughs> exactly like you like over you. this sound no. system. It's not me. I believe you, but over this sound system, no. it totally does sound like you. No. <laughs> My great and worthy opponent? No. No. <laughs> Let's rate the movie, Matt. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go first? <laughs> I'll go first. I gave it a six out of ten. I like this movie a lot. I think everyone should see it, but I don't consider it to be, you know, high cinema. It's it's not a Scorsese type of film cinema, you know. Oh, hey, you snob, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I love it, and I think everyone should see it. The people. The people. That's ben, my rate. I'd probably get a five point five. Six when I was a kid. What is this waffling? Give it a give it a hard number. I'll give it a six. Right. Because I enjoyed it the first time I watched it. And then as I got older watching it later, it's like not as good as Every that. time I after that it got worse and worse. Now I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I I'll go next. Just I, I can't believe that I'm gonna be the highest of us. Really? I give it seven. Wow. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Matt. I thought so what what pushed it above was it, it was like an even distribution. Like it wasn't, it didn't try to be too many things. It didn't try to only be funny and, or only do a murder mystery with some, I thought it was just like consistently really good all the way through. I would say, uh, yeah, it was very, it was paced pretty well too, considering all that has to happen. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's, it's a 
it's short. I mean, once you take out two of the endings, it's probably um, hour 20, maybe hour 15, less maybe less. Yeah. I mean, that's just because it's short doesn't mean it flows well. I mean, I tried to watch Cobra the other day. That movie doesn't flow at all. <laughs> it starts out strong and then. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I thought this was uh, what made it for me was uh, I've said it several times was actually Tim Curry for sure. I mean, it's just such a fun uh, performance. And then all the little like chaotic things that are happening and how right. they skirt room to room. I, I thought it was just super fun. And um, it would have been passable without him, but still not the same. Yeah. And I, and actually I, I would, I would say the kind of meta ness of the multiple endings add something to it. I'm, I'm sure other people, some, I looked at some reviews, like I, on Wikipedia, it talks all about how Rod uh, Ebert and Siskel hated the endings. Yeah, what do they know? Undercut stuff, but I thought it added something to it. Um, and it fit. It's with hard the, to say what, but it does. So it's got oh, that. I, je ne sais quoi. What, what I think it, what I think the endings add is that it shows that, it almost it's like comments the board game. The it comments on the formula to me of of these types of movies. I know you can say murder mystery for anything, but like these kind of bottled types of scenarios where a bunch of people are trying to figure out who did it in the house or or whatever. Um, I think this movie kind of points out that like it's you you're kind of just there for the the ride almost, and then to see what happens at the end. Um, well, I, I I I interpret it differently, Matt. I interpret it um, that. The ending showed that nothing really mattered, so it's nihilistic. That's what I mean, oh. and uh, life doesn't matter. And um, I feel like you're going somewhere with the this. Sauce. <laughs> I feel like you're all kind of missing the point, honestly. The point is that <laughs> no, communism is a red herring. No, but you're, you're, that's right. You're right. Did you guys like how the first person to die was a body the whole time's name was Mr. Body? <laughs> Do you think they planned Mr. that? Body. Did they plan that? It's almost too convenient. Yeah. All right, Wesley, bring us home. What's what's your rating? Uh, I'd give it a six out of ten. I think you gotta have an idea of what you're in for um, with this one, like, and you won't have kind of the trouble getting on board like I did at the beginning. It's not I, a Rian Johnson movie. Once mm -hmm. I got once I got halfway through, I just started it over and watched it from the beginning and was like, mm -hmm. okay, I know Matt, what I'm, I know what I've got. Can you pay? Can you? paste in an audio clip of Ryan Johnson laughing. I'll, I'll, I'll show you the clip you need. <laughs> <laughs> and have it be over a clip of Joker from last year's Joker laughing. Okay. All right. I can do that. Thank you. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> what are we doing next week, Matt? Uh, next week... We're we're bringing back the good, bad, and ugly, and we're doing uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Available on Tubi. Yes, it is. <laughs> or not Tubi, but I prefer. No, it's it's on Tubi. Yeah, we're doing that that uh, April appropriate film about Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> what about that That's one really about bad. the pandemic? Birdemic. Yeah. Oh, maybe we can do that. <laughs> I guess it makes sense for Thanksgiving. You know. I mean, I'm giving thanks to Tubi for giving us great service year round. Thank you, Tubi. <laughs> Thank you for everything you do, Tubi. <laughs> Tubi. Uh, any any last thoughts before we go? Come on, Tubi. I, That's uh, gotta be worth like five bucks right there. Here's one. 
Tune in next week, kids. <laughs>